Welcome to Coffee and Converse. I'm Diane and this is a show for lifestyle entrepreneurs, those people building a business to support their life instead of living to build a business. If this is you, stick around for strategies on doing business more efficiently, with more ease and in a way that feels oh so good to you. Hey, hey, so as we're coming up on Q2 and I know things start to feel unsettled and we start planning new things, I want to have a chat about something specific that I'm seeing come up a lot at the moment. And that is people in business, so entrepreneurs like you and me, changing their mind and changing their business and changing their lifestyle. But it's not the change itself that's super interesting to me. To me, what's interesting is how much we feel we need to explain why we're making that change. To people outside of our inner circle, there seems to be this intense fear and embarrassment and almost shame in saying, hey, where I was before is no longer where I am now. And because of that, I'm going to step into this new space. I mean, I can remember when I made the decision to leave my corporate job and I had to tell the first person that I wasn't going to go back. And even then I was trying to stay away from the business coaching thing because I was super bitter about corporate. But Even saying to someone that I was going to go into like a life coach space just felt so almost dangerous to me. Like, what if nobody understood this and everybody shunned me and then I was all alone and then the lions would eat me? It's a really primal fear in us. And I think when you add in the pressure of your business on top of it, what if nobody agrees with me? And then all my clients leave me. And then how am I going to pay the bills? And then I'm going to be all alone. And then the lions are going to eat me. So I get that there's this fear around it. And I think what happens is sometimes that intense fear of owning it goes one of two ways. We either don't make the change which is a completely different conversation. So we decide that we're just going to stick with what we know. I've invested a lot in this, lots of time, lots of money, lots of energy. Therefore, I must stay. That's one conversation. But I think when we come from this place of fear and nervousness and embarrassment and this not wanting to admit that maybe we were wrong in the past, we didn't make the best decision in the past, we seem to need to explain and explain and explain why we've made this decision. And what happens is that can start to look a little apologetic and a little uncertain. And when you, as the leader of your community, start to look uncertain, that creates this unsafe feeling for a large part of your audience. So let's walk through it because I think if you are thinking about making a change for Q2 and you're in this space and you're about to hit send on that email that explains in an essay length why you've decided to do what you're going to do, let's just take a pause for a moment. So let me talk about some of the things I've been seeing because I've been watching, I've been having this conversation around like how do we get to change our minds in business with friends in the business space for a few months now. And I've been keeping an eye on like, where am I seeing this come up? The most obvious one is people announcing that they're leaving social media and the announcement comes with a lot of explanation about why they're leaving social media. On the flip side, if that doesn't work and they then come back to social media, it's an equal amount of explaining about why we've come back to social media. When the reality is, if you had simply left social media Maybe you've updated your bio so that it says, hey, I'm no longer on social media and, you know, here's how you can join my email list or here's where you can find me. But you haven't done like 17 posts about it. Anyone who was looking for you while you were gone will have been able to find you. Chances are, if you come back, no one's noticed that you have been gone. People are not thinking about us anywhere near as much as we're thinking about us. So given the algorithm and everything like that. 
people are not going to have noticed your decision necessarily one way or another. And if they are looking for you, they're going to be able to find you by looking in your bio. But this one in particular seems to require lots of explanation. And I wonder whether we're coming from that place of like, I really believe this is the right thing for me, or I believe this is the right thing for me. And I'd like a few people to jump on the bandwagon with me so that I feel like I've got company and I'm not going to be shunned and I'm not going to be on my own and I'm not going to get eaten by a lion. So social media in particular is one that I see a lot of explanation around. What I'm seeing recently is people deciding to add a job to their business, right? Whether that's I'm going back full time and I'm keeping my business or I've just decided to go back full time. This seems to be coming up a bit recently. I've seen a few people get amazing jobs and this is an interesting one. I think if it's going to impact your clients, like you're shutting down your business or maybe you're closing down certain products because you can't offer them because now you're not going to have time. That's one conversation, right? On the other side, if your business is set up to be sort of pretty much passive, you show up once a month to do a call or whatever, or your business is being run predominantly by your team, your business isn't really being impacted by you getting a job. So does you telling anyone that you've got a job make a difference? The other places we see these announcements coming are maybe where there's like a fundamental structural change to the business. So you you teach courses, but you've decided to take on one-to-ones or do done-for-you VIP days helping people set up their courses. Or you've always done Evergreen and now you're doing cohort-only launching. Or you've done a really productized framework that everybody who worked with you went through this exact same framework and you've worked out that actually some people might need some wiggle room. So you've expanded who can come into your remit. I think these type of changes are problematic and require communication to the community when you've been teaching from a place of I did XYZ to get to seven figures, come and learn my framework and this is my framework. If you are coaching someone and XYZ happens to be the best way for them to get to seven figures, that's been discussed with them and customized to them and thought through for them, then you deciding to do ABC instead of XYZ in your business is kind of irrelevant to them. If they're coming from a place of this is what's best for me and I'm your client, great, I might be interested, I might ask some questions, but it's not really any of my business. Like your business is not my business. However, one of the programs I've been in taught a very specific framework. And from the group program, there was an escalation into the mastermind, which was almost aiming for like another revenue level. I wasn't in the mastermind, but I heard talk from friends who were in the mastermind that if you decided to change your business, to veer off slightly from the kind of approved methodology, you were politely asked to leave the mastermind. Now, if that business owner decided to change their business model away from the thing that they were teaching when they had been really restrictive about how you had to do exactly the way they were doing it, that was the route to success. That's a really big pivot that probably requires a lot of conversation. If you've helped me figure out what's best for my business, what you're doing in your business isn't really of that much interest to me. Now, I'm not saying that any of these changes are a problem or any of these pivots are the wrong move for you. But I think your first question to yourself, if you're considering a pivot in Q2, the first thing I'd want you to ask yourself is, is this pivot based on some kind of evolution? Have I learned something new? Have I discovered something new? Have I changed my mind because new information was presented to me? Have I seen something different work? And that's why I'm choosing to pivot. Or are you coming from a more emotional, burnt out place? 
we don't tend to make great decisions when we're super burned out and emotional. And over the last couple of years, we're all kind of on the verge of burnout most of the time. So if that's the case, then it's like, how can you give yourself some space to really think about this decision? The other thing to watch for is the kind of all in approach. Like I'm going to burn down the business that I have and I'm going to start the new business. So rather than it being an evolution or an addition to your business, it's actually a, like everything in the past I'm deleting and I'm just starting fresh today. That can be a sign that this is more of an emotional decision than a structured, considered decision. Think about instead, if that's you, if you do want to pivot, what's the easiest way? What's that minimum viable product to use Tech Talk? What's the easiest thing that you could offer in this new direction that will allow you to assess whether or not it's right for you? Because what we don't want to do is jump from one thing that we were certain, make this huge announcement, have lots of communication, go into the second thing, realize it's also not for you, and then we're back in this communication cycle. So take that pressure off yourself. Allow yourself to just work on it in the background. You don't have to, you know, maybe you've always done group courses and you've decided to offer some VIP days. You don't have to stop teaching courses and only offer VIP days now. Do a couple of VIP days, see how they fit. You're allowed to experiment with other offers in your business and other methods without it being an announcement to the world. The added bonus here is that then if you decide that you need to talk about why you're making this change, you're going to be able to speak to it so much more clearly with so much more certainty that anybody who's in, who receives that communication is going to feel safe and comfortable in that knowledge that you know exactly where you're leading them to. And then if you have already made the pivot or you're in the process of making the pivot and you're thinking about communicating this pivot, I want you to ask yourself if you want to share because there's value for what you have learned for your audience or are you sharing it because you want to get validation of your decision? Did you discover, for example, that by doing a VIP day, you realize that actually this new methodology that you've been experimenting with on your one-to-one -one clients is working amazingly well so now you can transfer that into your course that's an interesting thing that you've learned that benefits your audience if you've decided that you've had the most amazing dream job offer and it doesn't impact your business in the slightest because your business is being run on autopilot what value does that bring to your audience it's probably more likely to make them concerned that you're not as invested in your business which they're paying you money for so really think about why you feel like you need to share this what the lesson is in it for your audience i think it's brene brown who talks about speaking from the scar and not the wound and I really I think this advice really holds for pivots as well as emotional journeys do you need to take your audience on this whole wild decision making ride with you or do you quietly decide that you want to make a pivot you test it you're comfortable with it you decide what needs to be communicated and if you need to then explain why explain what you've learned explain how it's going to impact them explain how you've considered them in the decision so if you are thinking about a pivot for q2 make sure you're pivoting for the right reason that it's an evolution or an addition or new information that you've got make sure that you're communicating it for the right reason because there's a lesson in it for your audience not simply because it'll help you feel better about your decision If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to follow the podcast and leave us a review.